with another episode of The Sit Down. And today I'm here with the phenomenal Vic Vibes, the founder of Digitally Hustling. He's a creative consultant and he's all about the creator economy and Web3. Yo, Vix, I'm so excited to have you here, bro. Super, super excited, Absolutely, man. man. I just want to say thank you. Uh, honestly, uh, you know, I'm probably going to say thank you probably a hundred times in this conversation, but I definitely want to thank you for even putting a platform together, you know, having creators spotlighting individuals. I think that's, you know, probably one of the most powerful things we could do right now. And um, for you to just be able to put a platform for value at, uh, I just want to say thank you for that, man. This is beautiful. Bless, man. I really, really appreciate it. Yo, so let's get right into it. I want to talk about your phenomenal discipline on consistently putting out quality content and information across all of your social platforms. I was actually scrolling on your Instagram and I seen that you were a a major football star in college and I could see where your discipline could come from. Uh, I want to know, like, where, like, how did you pivot into digital marketing and content creation? Absolutely. Um, you really did your research, so I want to I want to make sure I give you your props on that for sure. Gotta make sure you um, <laughs> for sure, because I definitely have to say that you know playing football, growing up, you know in that environment, um, you know pay homage to my parents for making sure that me and my siblings were always you know in different activities, you know from football to basketball to you know. Hey, what's going on? It's Last Girl on Earth, and if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button down below. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up button, share it with your friends, comment below, and I'll see you in the metaverse my sister was in cheerleading we learned how to play chess you know just doing different things to you know have to show up for a cause i think that was probably one of the the main driving underlying factors yeah it was fun we were you know scoring touchdowns and scoring you know points and stuff but i think it was more so creating that that lifestyle that understanding of you know is bigger than me that team effort you know like really building relationships and things like that and that that I feel like was a big foundation. Um, and then as I just continued, you know, in life, I, I went on to play division one ball, like you, like you mentioned. And then, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, I'm in school for electrical engineering, which isn't really a, a, a combination oh, that yeah, a lot that of people. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny. I was talking to someone recently, like how, because of these, you know, high points that, you know, I'll talk about, I'm sure in this conversation, but these different points of my life have been, like really highs, but because the power, I believe that there's in a pivot, you know, you can really live a lifestyle that you, you know, truly desire day to day. And, um, you know, when you see around corners and you see the next opportunity, if that's something that truly aligns, then you're able to do that. And I think that discipline from, you know, growing up playing sports led me to being able to not only go to school for engineering, but actually finish and getting the degree and then actually becoming (laughs) an engineer right? (laughs) at, um, you know, be successful in the space, ended up being an engineer at Hartsfield-Jackson, which is the busiest airport in the world. And, you know, then being able to say, okay, this is something that I could do. But if Mm -hmm. I continue to, you know, hit the grind and learn in this, you know, wide world web that we have now, you can put yourself in position to, you know, win at a higher rate. And that's just something that I was able to take advantage of. And now I'm so, so, so big on, you know, just turning around and and giving that perspective that, hey, look, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you did yesterday, you're not anchored to that. You can Mm. look at the next opportunities and you can position yourself as a trendsetter, a forefront in the next things that are to come. And there's always going to be something else. So I I definitely just want to be an advocate for that. Wow. Yeah, that's phenomenal. I see that that you definitely have uh, you have a leadership position in a lot of things. And I can see how sports led that. uh, Absolutely. That way for you to be in this position that you're in now. And my 
for digital marketing and for content creation, you got to put yourself out there, right? Yeah, uh, and I, I know for a lot of people, like being in front of the camera is not easy. So how yeah, was that? How was that transition from talking about it to putting yourself really out there in front of the camera, going on stages, yeah. going to places like the Vid Summit and like having Absolutely. a conversation with all these phenomenal people like 19 Keys? How did that yeah. how did that transition? Absolutely, man. That's a that's a phenomenal question. I must say so. Like, and it's it's important for people to have this perspective because mm. it's funny because I'll I'll kind of start from the end and then I'll go backwards because the most valuable thing is right now is like there is no difference between me and anybody else when we're in these rooms and I'm having these conversations. A lot of the times, right? When I walk into the room, I don't know 19 keys before I get there. So what's the difference between me and your ticket? You know what I mean? Mm. But how you show up in that room, the type of aura and the demand that you kind of respect, not just from a, a bravado perspective, it's because, and I have video on this, but on the outside of the venue, I had probably seven, eight people. We're sitting there talking. I'm being a value add before we even get into the event. Mm, so then once add, we got yes. inside, you feel yes. me? Once we got inside, everybody's kind of already looking at me like, well, who the heck is this guy? You know what I mean? So then I'm, I'm, I'm attentive. I'm paying attention. Uh, 19 Keys actually gave an opportunity for somebody to ask a question. Whose hand do you think went up first? You know what I mean? So I actually came on the stage, on the footage, like actually in the space and actually had a conversation with 19 Keys, Neo, Mr. Two Weeks Out. Mm. And, and this is the cherry on top, if I must say, like when I had that opportunity to show up in that space like that, I was able to deliver on the things that was a part of the conversation. So we're talking about Web3. Soon as I come on stage, coming to see 19 Keys, not even knowing the circle of CEOs was going to be there, not even associated, but because in Horizon, big shout out to Horizon, <laughs> I actually had already built a world with their logo, had already built an environment because I, the same way you say, you know, you inspire and you study the people that, those are the guys that I inspire. So when I built my first world, I was using their logo in my world. So when I showed up to 19 Keys to have a conversation and they're sitting there, I pull my phone out and I show them, hey, look, not only am I about to ask this question, not only am I really trying to be a value add, but I've already did my homework before I even showed up. So show Talk what value I them. have. You yes. feel me? So now yes. it's like it's undeniable. Like I'm already solving the band-aid and you don't even know that you have the wound yet. So I think that's the way that creators have to start thinking instead of just kind of looking at what everybody's doing. Don't get too caught up in the trend because the trend means it's already happened. We got to be on the front end to really be able to, you know, reap the benefits. So I'll, I'll kind of answer on the front end of that, I guess. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. but that's the that's the that's the mindset I want you to come with when thinking about it. But it really comes with before you even get to that point. That's 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 gonna come with the passion on the front end, like really yeah. being like like clear on what you're willing to be that way about. You know what I mean? It's hard to have a whole project done for somebody that you don't even know about to pull up if you don't even care about the process. You know what I mean? Mm, it was yes. it was me 100% by myself in the world building. I had no connection to the circle of CEOs, but that's for whatever reason why I'm building with their logo in mind. So then when the quote unquote opportunity met itself, I was prepared for the opportunity. And then that's why I think you know, what with, you know, our creation. And if this is something that we actually want to, you know, not only just be a value to other people, but we want to get that in exchange. It's kind of hard to just be a value 24 hours throughout the day if you're mm -hmm. not getting some type of living off of it. Right. So it has okay. to be something where we're making some type of exchange. But I think 
it comes from the, the, the preparation portion. If people can see it, if they can see that you're a value add, they don't mind paying you at that point because everybody's, you know, I, I read in How to Win Friends and Influence People, um, Dale Carnegie, he talks about the fact that, you know, we're all kind of walking around, you know, yes, we, we, we have that eager, that, that feeling to help the next person. But if we really look at that statement, where does it start? I have the feeling to help the next person. So it still starts with what our desires are. You know what I mean? If I'm just this given person, I'm still scratching that itch that it's a me thing. You know what I mean? So with that in mind, I think people just really have to assess like, okay, what role am I going to play in this? Do I, do I really want to, am I really passionate about what this is going to be? And am I willing to work without the applause, without the, the big name attached to it? Because yes, when that time yeah. comes, then it'll be showtime for real. Wow. Wow. That was super, super powerful. Listen, wow. I'm just like, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. I love the fact that like preparation is everything to you. And like, in a way you kind of manifested that situation, which Mm. you actually get it on stage with 19 keys because you you already brought his logo into the metaverse. Absolutely. So when the topic of web three came up, you was, you were already prepared. Absolutely. You you did your homework. Man, Mm -hmm. you, 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 you really probably going to ruffle some feathers with that because I, I I genuinely believe that manifestation is 100% a fact, mm. but people also have to understand that there's a fuel to that manifestation, right? Mm. It, it, mm. it wasn't just me writing. Mm. And, and, and the crazy thing is, if we wasn't, if I could whip out my phone right now and show you, I have it written down that I want to partner with 19, partner with Neo, all in one sentence. I have this all in one sentence written. That's the manifestation to some people. But then what did I do when I put the pen down? I went and I put the headset on and I got the work. Right. I went and started to actually put some fuel together because right. if this is my destination, if this is where I plan to go, right, I, 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 in that same notebook, and I got this from um, Steve Harvey. I highly advise people to watch. He, uh, he has a video out called The 300 Once. It was just like mm. a little snippet, seven minutes. And he basically is just saying, you know, write 300 things that you want, go as far as you want, make it as materialistic. You can't even try, you can't even write materialistic stuff. At, once you get the 50, 60, you're going to be so dried out that like, okay, I got to right. really think, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so it was, it was that concept. And in that same 300 once, I also have one sentence where I say, I want to partner with David Shans. And I wrote this mm-hmm. while I was in vacation. I was in Mexico. And when I get back, me putting fuel to my manifestation, I paid for his morning meetup, which I had known about for probably like a year and a half. I paid for it, joined the network. Within the next couple of days, I'm literally at his brand new studio watching the recording in person. We exchange numbers at the very end. We link up two days later. Call it manifestation, wow. but you got to put some fuel in there as well. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and that's the part that I really want people to know that you, you have to think you have to, you have to go ahead and start with the end in mind, but then, okay, what does that process look like? And let me make sure that I'm putting some fuel so that it all makes sense when it's time to make sense. Yes. Yes. I do mm-hmm. agree that manifestation um, without the actual actions behind it yeah. is just the dream, you know, like Absolutely. you're literally sleeping Absolutely. on your dream. Um, so Absolutely. you did the work and you were out there hustling. Most now, when it comes to Web3, th- the future Definitely. of Web3, what what does it look like for you right now? We're, we're recording in the metaverse. <laughs> yeah. I right. have no overhead. I don't have to pay for the for the podcast mm-hmm. area. I'm not renting out anything. This was built, you know, Talk. in the metaverse, all Talk. 3D. 
And we're having a deep conversation. We're talking about the circle of CEOs. We're talking about 19 keys. Even earn your leisure in that conversation. You know what I'm saying? What does it look like for the future of the the creators and the content developers and digital marketing? Absolutely, man. So that question right there should just be framed up, you know, put on somebody's wall in video (laughs) format because that was... That was a great question, man. Honestly, like this right here is so powerful, right? Mm -hmm. This is so powerful. It's so funny. I keep having to catch myself because I'm looking at your mics and I'm just like, what type of mic? Oh, I'm I'm tripping. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm like? Is that a short? Oh, wait, 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 I'm in the metaverse. We're in the metaverse. metaverse. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I'm looking at the art. It's just like, man, this is this is powerful, man. So um, the future of this, man, the future of it is, I think, the future is going to be that more people really do get the opportunity to immerse themselves in this, right? Mm-hmm. I think the worst part, and it's, it's really a gift and a curse. And I want to shout out every single person who's been building in Web3 up to this point, because a lot of people are having to build out loud on something that's in such a development stage that it's kind of embarrassing to even show the work. And that's mm. where I think people like Mark Zuckerberg are catching the bullets for so many of us, you know what I'm saying? Because he's showing his work while he's working. But it's like, you know, a lot of people, I won't say nobody, because a lot of us in here seem to see it. But a lot of people, especially the bloggers, I've, I've seen some horrible articles where they're just seeing it from a 2D screen. They don't they don't feel they don't this what we got going on right now. This cannot be written into a newspaper or a yeah. blog or a yeah. video or a snippet. I don't care what we do. I don't care how you cut it up. I don't care you put it in Premiere, DaVinci, and CapCut. And it don't matter. Like until you right here in it and feel it, that's when I think the metaverse and this Web3 space will really like be encapsulated. And I think just the development of the technologies that these companies are working towards, I think yeah. is is just I'm just thankful. You know what I mean? The the MetaQuest Pro, and I'm sure we'll talk about it like that's one more step. And and they yes. talk about it like this is one headset behind us. Like people have to realize you and I have the Quest Pro, I mean, excuse me, the Quest 2 on. Mm-hmm. This is a product of another company. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, Meta acquired them, but this ain't even their vision technically. You feel me? Like, mm. so, 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 so the Quest Pro was really Meta's very first stamp. This is their first draft. And, and people love to to repost, uh, you know, entrepreneurs when they say fail fast, get it out fast. We like to repost that. But then when we see somebody like Mark fail fast yeah. in front of our face, we yeah. criticize as if though this is his final vision, his final mm-hmm. product. Like, no, this is his very first draft and we're just getting started. So the future is going to go, you know, bananas. I think a lot of that clearly is like mindset. I think it's going to be a lot of like, you know, just kind of accepting of what's happening. A lot of it is going to be the technology that they do introduce the 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 collaborations that they mentioned yesterday between yeah, you know meta, meta connect, yeah. and man you talk about you know autodesk autodesk so uh, you know engineering nerd moment for a moment you know i went <laughs> to school for you know i went to school got my degree in electrical engineering and as i'm working at hartsfield jackson i'm li- my name is on every single blueprint for every single terminal for every single room in that entire airport if you look in the bottom right hand corner you're gonna see my initials it's two people and it's my name my initials and one more gentleman's initials i was the lead engineer to redo <laughs> <laughs> you feel me so it's just it's like, like, it's like- you know, yeah, so yeah, and a hundred percent of that project was being used in AutoCAD 
AutoCAD is like the number that is the official software for engineers to build anything in the world. Every floor plan, anything, anytime you've seen that, the software is AutoCAD and then 3D is Reddit. I mean, excuse me, Revit. So those are the softwares that I was using in school and in my career. And then now I hear MetaConnect saying that we're about to partner with them. That tells me that as we're building worlds like this, like technically how we've been building it, well, now you're about to be able to merge mm. this with what we've been doing on the computers in 2D with AutoCAD. That yeah. was so monumental for the industry of engineering and for our Web3 development. Like he's he's attacking. This is so good. It's a chess move. And I don't think people, I think this may be breaking news to the blogs, but <laughs> these people are playing chess. Yes. They are playing chess and they realize, should we, because we see how the consumers are reacting to it and, and they're not taking it as, as good of a gift. It's like, it's like your parents getting you, <laughs> it's your parents getting you something that's really good for you, but you're like, oh, thanks. Oh, right. I appreciate right. that. Right. Like, right. Oh, you got me a book. Oh, nice. Thank you. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel like people are kind of treating this technology right now. I agree. So, so they said, you know what? Since they don't know what they have right now, what we'll do is we will attack the people that are going to cut the check. We are mm -hmm. going to go ahead and please the corporations and show them how useful this technology is going to be because it's useful regardless of what you want to say. If me and you have this conversation just like this, this is much more useful than me and you being on Zoom or for me to fly to Jersey. It's useful. So Thanks. once the corporations understand that collaboration is going to start coming in a way that's a lot more easily accessible and useful, yeah. then, okay, if, if they accept it, then that's going to be the trickle-down effect that's going to come to the consumers mm -hmm. because those are still going to be people that are at work using these devices and they're going to do what to their kids. And then that next generation, I want to give a shout out to Miss Messina at, uh, you know, in the AUC, she, she's really been bringing, you know, the web three metaverse space to the universities at Morehouse, at Spelman, at Clark, like to, to really e expose. I don't, I don't know if it's Clark. I don't want to misspeak. I really think it's just Spellhouse, if I'm not mistaken. But she's really been leading the forefront on making sure that the universities and the kids are actually getting educated in these uh, new spaces. And I think like that's just this is going to be a snowball effect to the next generation. Gen Z grew up on, you know, playing in, in, in these Minecraft style, you know, different worlds. Like it's, it's just something that's going to, it's going to continue to cascade. And it's, it's starting from the top. The, and I feel like the next generation's already been exposed. And before long, I think it's just going to be a mass generation thing. Facts. Yeah, I do agree. I, I, it's kind of disappointing to see that universities and, and uh, just the education system has yet to fully adapt right. uh, yeah. the metaverse, uh, Web3, and really put, uh, add it as part of their curriculum. Because I yeah. see a whole future with this. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it seems like in a way, eventually, computers will be obsolete. And all Absolutely. you'll need is this device here on your face to yeah. conduct any type of business or, you know, to plan anything out. Um, and, and I'm not seeing enough of an adaptation. How right. important is it for universities, for the education system to start implementing Absolutely. Web3 into their curriculum right now? Man. Good question. Great question, actually. And I feel like I feel like, you know what, I'm going to take a little bit of the pressure off of the university and I'm going to put the pressure a little bit on us as the creators to make sure that we are doing what we need to do to bring the awareness level up so that people can see this true application of it all, right? 
that's one part. And then the, uh, the, the other part of the burden is, it, and, and it's being worked on, is for the corporations to continue to create the tech that's going to make it, you know, happen, uh, basically be able to be efficient for this to happen. Because if I have 25 students in a classroom, I have to I have to think of a way that I can uh, afford for the universities to, you know, if we're speaking specifically headset, building, things like that, we have to be able to get the funding for that in yeah. the universities. And then we have to go ahead and make sure that we have educators in, in those spaces that they understand it and can lead that conversation. The scariest yeah. part is the, the most educated people in the space are probably the, the students, to be honest. Right. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be tough to, to staff. And that's why I really put the pressure on us as the creators. Like, I, I think we're going to have to be those educators. Some like when, I believe a, a post about Morehouse actually came out about them looking for a metaverse educator. And a lot mm. of people sent me the post and I'm like, I do kind of feel like I almost feel obligated. You know what I mean? Like that would be something that I do feel like, okay, maybe I will teach in a couple of years. Like, you know, that that's a thing, but that, that hesitation is that pressure that I want to put on us. Like mm. if we, if we wanted to be educated and educated properly, we know doggone well, it ain't nobody at them universities that know it like we do. Like the best right. educators are probably in the metaverse right now, in the street, like doing their own entrepreneurial thing. So I think I think we're going to have to kind of make some noise with the fact that we can educate and that we can step in and make these curriculums um, to the point that, you know, it, it's something that can be adopted throughout the, the, you know, different university systems. Yeah, it's something that needs to be adopted, uh, in my yeah. own personal opinion. <clears throat> the economy is moving more towards Web3. Uh, you know, Absolutely. whether people want to admit it or not, you know, some people are just fearful of this whole metaverse and having to put this device on in order to conduct any yeah. type of business. But there's actually people making some bank in Absolutely. Web3, in the metaverse. Absolutely. You know, and some people have, like, I've done contracts where they've never even seen my real face in life. Right. You know what That's I mean? That's big. Like, That's so big. And I and, and we got we to gotta spotlight some of those as well. Nah, you've, you've definitely <laughs> done your thing, man. You've definitely done, done your thing. And it's it's crazy. I definitely want to highlight that because, um, you know, it's it's a blessing to be in this space so early and to be the thought leaders and the, and to truly understand it because every, you know, I don't even want to narrow it down to the fortune 500s. It's like every corporation, everybody that's wanting to do business is going to have to think about some type of web three strategy, bottom line. Right. Yes. So for us to already not only be just cognizant of, you know, what the information is, right? And a lot of people think there may be, you know, we're all in the same space because they're scrolling on Instagram and seeing some mm -hmm. clips. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference of being in here and being a part of the flow and the synergy that's actually in the field. And I think everybody can agree, no matter what space you're in, that you feel like you have some extra juice because you're in the field versus the people that just know about it. And that goes for right. everything, right? So I think that that definitely applies here. And I think the the more that I don't know that that the the consciousness of everybody starts to go ahead and take a step more and more and more into it, then it, it's just going to take over. It's our job, though, to be the ones that go ahead and establish and set the tempo, get in and get those projects up to a certain level. Like I've been able to really make a living off mm. of projects where and it's crazy. It's like night and day from you know, years prior to now where I was really out loud about the money I was making. I was out loud, really trying to like tell everybody like, Hey, get into like, you know, trading and start mm. getting into it. Like, 
And then now it's like I went docile. Like I'm like, whoa, wait, hold up. Now, like I can actually work and go crazy with corporations and just be a value add publicly to the people. And once once that synergy started to hit, I said, okay, I think that's really where it's at because nobody wants to constantly be asked for money or, you know, constantly be like, hey, come get this thing. But people want to be like actually nurtured to, right? And then right. you have that, and that's that, that's that's that duality between creators of like, okay, being able to just create, but then also having to keep a roof over your head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, so to be able to, that's that's why I want the creators to really like make some noise if they're really doing their thing in this space. Because if you can land contracts that are taking care of you on the back end, that's going to allow for you to really be able to serve a lot more seamlessly. Like you can, you can really just give value and not kind of have this like, Hey, I'm having a call and there will be no offer until the last five minutes. And then all of a sudden I got a special offer. You know what I'm saying? Like it can actually just be that you're giving value. And I think that, you know, setting it up that way can be something that a lot of us can really benefit from. Right. Well, how does those sit down even even like look like? So I feel like a lot of speaking in Horizon World, the creators in here, uh, they, they just want to create. They're always on build mode. You know what I mean? But not a lot of them are really just getting out there and having conversations mm-hmm. and sitting down and, and adding mm-hmm. that value and landing those contracts. So how does like if you could give some tips to that perspective, yeah, how how would a creator go about landing those contracts to add value in Absolutely. the real world? Absolutely, man. That's such yeah. a good question because I'm going to be honest with you. Like, and I won't, I won't speak on any specific situations or anything, but I was honestly, it and it was, it wasn't a personal thing, but I was, it was, it was my observation of just, you know, another industry as it unfolds, right? Mm-hmm. When I get, when, and you and I have been in Horizon for a while, like, yeah. um, like, have you been in for about a year? Yeah, I've been here since March. Since March, okay, yeah. okay, most of. So you, you, you know what I'm saying? You, you don't definitely had your stripes. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> and you've seen the culture, you like develop, and it's like, I was highly disappointed when I started to see that people were actually attacking people that were actually going and creating ways of monetization from this technology. Yeah. That was disappointing for me to see. Why? Because for whatever reason, people like to pick and choose when they act like we live in a world that people don't have families, bills, aspirations, and desires. There should never be a time where you're knocking somebody for giving value and then expecting to create some type of way to actually return because Mm -hmm. none of the time is free. You know what I mean? People want people to build whole worlds and not create money. Like, what are you talking about? People want people to do whole lives. Lives is, you could do it for free. But then what people don't know about being a public figure is like when you do a live, what happens soon as you get off the live? Boom, boom, boom. You get everybody asking you a bunch of questions. If you want to be that value add to people, you're going to have to consider that. Are you going to keep everybody left on red or are you going to actually give some value to those people? Well, look, all of that is time. And at some point, if you're not getting something in exchange, you could start looking in the burnout. You could start looking in the some you may get pinned against the wall where now you don't even have the ability to get on live every day like you was at some point like that can right. get taken away from you from demand so yeah. i really want people to think of this as an opportunity that you can really change your whole lifestyle right yeah. um i do want to speak to the individual that in a traditional web 2 you know just traditional before this web 3 space metaverse space 
not everybody is that outgoing, you know, personality. And I fully understand that as well, right? There's different personality types. And I want to now kind of take it to a step of like, okay, let's take the headset off. Let me talk to you as a person. Like, mm. I do understand that everybody doesn't have that personality where they're that person that can create content and, you know, just go out to events and just strike these deals. And they have these quick little one minute pitches. Like everybody just doesn't have that could be so many different reasons. Um, what I will say to that person that's still trying to figure out how can they get out there and, and, and still elevate is collaboration. That's going to be the number one thing. You have to be able to position yourself with somebody that does have a megaphone and you be the value along with that person. I'm not saying, you know, it now has to be that, you know, we on a school project and I'm doing all the work and you about to be the presenter. Ain't nobody saying do that. Right. But if you look traditionally, like you had a Steve Jobs and you had a Waz. If you no, saw I was yesterday, just thinking about that. You he was in my like, mind. Go ahead. Go you, on. You, you have that. And, and if you study the greats, if you saw just two days ago, we didn't just see Mark stand by himself for the very first time. We seen Mark with somebody on practically every single clip until the end. Like this is him literally studying and seeing like, all right, bet there, there, there's something there in being able to have that, that two person figure. So if you're the person that maybe you're not the who rob, maybe you're the person with 101 followers and it's probably two accounts that's yours. Like, so really you got 99, like, okay, cool. Well, guess what? If you valuable, if you really know you're of value, I guarantee if you reach out to somebody that really got something going on, because no, I guarantee the person that you see that's making the noise, that that's probably like moving the way that you want to aspire, I guarantee they're probably like poo poo trying to figure out, I how can I pluck all these holes in my boat while I build this thing up? You know what I'm saying? Like, we look at a Diddy, we look at the big dogs, like, okay, they may got a hundred employees in one sector where it's like, you got a hundred problems and it's just you. You feel me? Mm. So I, I got, bro, I have two people right now, right now that are working with digitally hustling that are really like on some like, yo, Vic, don't pay me a dime right now. I only want to get paid on found money. If I, if I actually bring money to the business, I'll take a percentage. But right mm. now we building this thing off the ground, reinvest everything into the business and we running from there. I love that. Like, collaboration like, that is yeah, the way yeah. so 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 when you think about someone like that every single moment where i have the opportunity to put their name into the conversation for what their specialty is do you not think i'm going to instantly make it that person like so so that can be something that okay i have my value here this person has this value here and if we go ahead and collaborate this this is how we can really take it to the levels that we both are looking for so That's collaboration cool. is going to definitely be the thing for that person that may not be the 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 steve but i'm definitely the was so let's get you know <laughs> i mean? like that i like that <laughs> absolutely absolutely i want to circle back uh a little bit in regards to like the fortune 500s and how they're trying to position themselves within absolutely. the metaverse i feel like a lot of these companies are missing the fact that yes this is going to be a, a an a economic fuel for a lot of companies but there's also like true community Talk in here me. you Talk know what i'm me. saying there's people yeah. building true bonds in here that have never met each right. other. They're just right. talking through avatars. There's real emotions behind these avatars. There's actual, right. like, people are getting meta booed up. You feel me? Like, there's there, it's a whole it, lifestyle in here. And I don't think that's put out enough. Everyone's just trying to position mm. themselves to make a buck. And I get it. Mm. But, like, also, what about the community? Uh, mm. What do you have to say in regards to that? Man, I think you just said it. 
I think yeah. he really just said it. Like there's and that and, and, and I touched on it briefly, like just in a different tone, because you just said it perfect. So I probably said it like a 7.5, because <laughs> that was a 10 <laughs> out of 10. Because <laughs> Cause it's like I'm and 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 I'm I'm gonna be honest. This space is the very first thing, first time that I have grown this deep level of respect and understanding. Not that I ever disrespected, but there's things that we don't genuinely cherish. Like we, you know, it's just an everyday thing. Right. Journalism has become something so important to me now that I've been in the Web three space because mm-hmm. I'm realizing that a journalist is our representation of what's happening in this space. Mm. Like we we are creating what's actually here. There's not a single journalist that has written an article that has heard about this experience that's happening just between you and I. And this right here is something that could be on the front page of New York Times. Like this could be a whole blown up thing and written that way. But instead, they would rather take the one random screenshot from the CEO of you know, like that's right. the and that's what they want to run with. You know what right. I mean? So it's that perspective that's being shifted from the the journalist. That's just it, it, it hurts. So that's where I feel like that's why earlier when I was like, yo, I, I'm putting pressure on us as the creators. Like we're yeah. the voice. You yeah, know what I mean? Like voice. you. So so let's let's because I'm going off a little bit. Let's really dial in because you made a great point. Like. The corporations are looking to position themselves, but what about the community, right? Right. The corporations, I feel like the truth of the matter is, are going to be the corporations. In the Web2 space, we never really looked for the corporations to really be a part of the people for real. Like Prada ain't never really did nothing for real. Mm -hmm. Louis ain't never really did nothing for real. Like Mm -hmm. I, I haven't really had a Nike experience before. Like you feel me? Like so... Those companies have existed and we've given money the whole entire time. Web three as a as a core is about community. And now we're taking web two companies and saying, hey, welcome. Well, let's understand who web two was at the door, right? Let's let's understand who the companies was as they enter the space. Let's not have too much crazy demand on what they're supposed to do. And I don't know, maybe it's just I I fully understand that it's our responsibility that we have to show them. Like, like we have to paint this vision of what's going on and having them like we have to go to the the company. We have to go to the Fortune 500 and paint this vision, like really let them know this is what's happening in the field. And this is how you can position yourself properly, because the truth of the matter is, if I'm at uh, if I'm a C-suite at Fortune 500 at X company, what are the odds that they've spent the time like you and I have? In this world, developing this to even feel the essence that it creates. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The reason why you feel so great about this, the reason why we're joking out in the, in, in the hall is because you built the whole, they don't even get to see that part. Like you built a yeah. whole preset for headshots and a whole video shoot. Like, th- come on, like that's big <laughs> dog stuff. You feel what I'm saying? But, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, it's, but whose job is it for, for, for the world to know about that? It's mm-hmm. us. Yeah. You know what I mean? We could be the best kept secret and then this whole Web3 thing go down the drain and then it just be you and I. Like, right. and that ain't cool. So it's like, we have to make sure from a collaboration standpoint and, and from a like, just being bold about it, like not being boisterous, but really like painting the vision that people can see. You know what I mean? Like really seeing what is it that people need 
And then how can we actually use this tech and this space to actually fill that void? And, and, and big shout out again. I want to circle back to them making these collaborations with Adobe Suite, with yeah. uh, Autodesk, with all of these companies. Like that is that mentality just at a corporate level, right? Yes. Corporate yes. to corporate. So now it's our turn to go, okay, we're talking to brands. We're the we're the middle piece. We can't yeah. expect for Mark and them to do the corporate part and create the tech and no, nah, okay, we want brands to really get the community. All right, let's lean on the community and let's go ahead and bring these brands in here the proper way because the way we create on their behalf. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I want you to talk a little about uh Spark. Yeah, Ooh. and your interest. I I seen on, on your Instagram that you're yeah. starting to study more. Absolutely. How important is that to like to learn it for Web oh, three? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Y'all, this is a rock star right here, man. She's she's doing her <laughs> thing. I literally just posted at it like probably like in the middle of the night last night, and now like already she already hit. Like I'm sh- I'm proud of you, man. So I it's crazy. So I had actually started to do some research on Spark, like maybe about we in October, probably like five months ago. I want to give a huge shout out. To my man Don Allen Stevenson the third. He's uh he's somebody who's really just, I mean, don't look at me right now because I'm about to these next 50 days, I am 100 percent learning Spark every single day, grinding it out. I'm looking to get the certification and everything. Y'all can hold me to it. But he's somebody that I saw creating out loud. This, this what I'm oh man, you just you really just hit the point with your question. You don't even know it. He is the perfect person to to kind of emulate. What I meant by everything that I've said about kind of working out loud, taking the ownership as the creator and creating that that band-aid for the wound that hasn't happened yet. He has been working so out loud and creating that he was in MetaConnects commercial probably two, three times yesterday. He was the wow. individual. If you've seen the I know you have the the Kiki Palmer riding in the car thing. He's the person sitting in the car, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You feel me? So like, not, like when you see his face, now you're going to see like, he's literally the face of meta AR creation right now. Him, Karen, like it's not just him, Jake, like it's, it's a, it's a group of people. I'm just talking about my dog, like, cause he's the first person I saw, but he's been doing such a great job of that, that now he is that creator that they're willing to lean on and he's mm-hmm. going live. He's giving value to the people. He's working out loud to, for the for the value of the people, but then he's taking care of the brands and getting taken care of. Like you feel that dynamic right there. So I feel like that that is a perfect creator to kind of see like, okay, how can we really use this space to really position ourselves as experts mm-hmm. in this space and really use it to go ahead and create a pathway for us moving forward? Did I answer yeah. that question? I want to make sure I answer that question because I thought about my dog and I'm like, wait, this I gotta mention him because he's been crazy. <laughs> Yo, you know that's I mean? love right there. That's real love sure. right there. I love that brotherly sure. love. Oh, Spark AR, Spark AR. I'm sorry, Leah. Let me <laughs> let me circle back to Spark AR because big shout out to everything they've been doing. That was that was like a big moment for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I'm seeing I'm seeing the creators day to day doing their thing, like creating, creating. And then I see Meta Connect and I'm like, wait, they they actually didn't use just stock actors. Like they went and got the creators and that was just beautiful to me. So shout yes. out to them. Spark AR. So I'm what I advise everybody to do. And I'm I'm willing to like, I'm about to work out loud with this, uh, with my learning and creating in Spark AR. I feel like I'm one of those that like traditionally I'm the type that I work from 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. and like get ahead, you know what I'm saying? And grind and mm-hmm. and then I wake up in the morning the genius and don't nobody know how it happened. And I feel like that's kind of selfish. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I ain't gonna lie. Like, <laughs> like so. I love that. I just, I just gave a gym. I ain't gonna lie. I We're all gonna try that, that now. <laughs> like, 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 cut that part out. Cut that part out. Like, but that's, that's, that's traditionally like how I've done things. But it's like, I wanna, I wanna work. I wanna learn out loud for the first yeah. time. Like, with every, like, publicly. You feel me? So, I like, know, yeah. I feel like it'll help because one, when I'm troubleshooting, like, when you're going through and you're trying to figure stuff out, if people can see every failed attempt in your troubleshooting, that right there, darn it, like, that's pretty much the value. Like, yeah, we go and create content and we say, okay, this is how you download SideQuest and transfer your files from your headset. But then, like, when you did it for the first time, your junk wasn't connecting. And you exactly. had to go and figure out, like, wait, what the heck? Oh, I got to go to this app. Then I need to switch this to developer mode, turn this on. Oh, now. It, but that that little error may have been left out of the content. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think me learning out loud with Spark AR is going to be more valuable than I can think of, right? And from a from a, a application perspective, and I hate that I haven't even... And maybe it's a good thing because, you know, people like to not listen to the end. You feel me? So the value, I think, in this next phase yes. is definitely going to be augmented reality. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think augmented reality. Don't let reality, that go over your head. I've been talking oh about augmented God. reality for yes. years. Yes, I've been pitching yes, it to yes. advertising companies. They thought I was absolutely crazy. Listen, And now listen, here we listen. are. Here we are. Man, listen. <laughs> like, what, like... It, it it gives me like chills just kind of thinking about like how mm-hmm. how natural I see it integrating into our world once we have the technology that fully supports that capability. Like yeah. you gotta think when the when when Tim Cook, like we all praise the iPhone. Like we we iPhone versus everybody. Like we got right, this, right. this this pride for whatever reason. When the CEO of that company is bullish on augmented reality and has made statements along the lines of saying that he feels like the these headsets, these mixed reality headsets, are going to question why we ever didn't have it. How could you not? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, it's like, bro. That's like saying, like, yo, but my dad said, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, yeah I, I would love to go outside, but yeah, but but my but 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 my, but my dad said, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right, at the end right. of the day, if my dad said this, like, we're not doing that. So if, if Tim Cook is out here telling us that he's bullish on AR and, and he don't see how we could live in the world without it, that is your golden ticket to go ahead and become a, a, a value add in that space. And, mm-hmm. and this is the number one thing. Let me get his golden nugget. Don't go recreate the wheel. Go look at an industry, right? We, we we got the AR. Let's let's say because I'm starting from scratch with the world with this. I don't know anything about AR. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm brand new, and I'm humbly speaking. I'm humbly speaking, but I'm I'm also reflecting on every other time that I've came across a brand new thing that I never heard about, and then I went and did my thing because I put the work in. You feel me? Like that's all I'm speaking on. I'm about to do that with AR, and I'm saying it right now publicly, like. Mm. If you look at this space of AR, just go look at other industries and go find another time and see like, okay, which one of these roles in this thing that was successful could I go recreate? Okay, this person went and they created merch. This person went and they created a course. This person, they started creating 
um, in real life events for twenty dollars. This person right here, they went and started doing Twitch. They, like, go figure out all the different things, and then see which one you think you could really go attack, and then just go plug in AR or bring whatever X next thing that you're looking to attack. Just go duplicate that same thing and put your spin on it. Go learn, mm -hmm. go soak it up, go pull, go extract as much information that you can from everybody that's putting the value out. The best thing is like about being a creator nowadays is like, bro, everybody's already trying to be a creator, right? So that means that they already have a whole laundry list of content that you can go steal like an artist from. Like mm -hmm. it's inspiration if you do it the right way. You know what I mean? They're putting it out to be consumed. They're not putting it out so that people don't watch it. They're putting it out for us to watch. So if I watch it and I'm like, okay, hmm, interesting. So, so like I'm watching Don and I'm seeing how he's giving value. I'm going to start creating content showing how I'm learning. Did Don not expect for people to be inspired and go and do that? Am I going right, to go right, word right. for word? Like, am I going to transcribe his and then make that my video? Absolutely not. People won't even think of us the same because I'm so different in the vibe than he is. So it's mm -hmm. like, we're both going to be in completely different lanes, essentially, but hitting on the same topic. Like, that is, that's how you can go and become a value add in your space because you only going to do you like you can do you. And the value, like the topic is going to be whatever the case is going to be. You know what I mean? So that's that's definitely my kind of two cents to how people need to tech this next phase of it all for sure. Yeah, the, I think this this next this next phase is is like going to be that one stepping stone towards the rest of our lives, honestly, genuinely. Yes. That's my yes. own uh, personal opinion. This is the one. Yeah. This is the one. It's, it's Web3 is the one. It's Web3 Bro. is like pre-internet. Right it, before like, they started introducing the internet, right before you were able bruh. to even buy wine. Shout out to Gary Vee for giving that story. People thought that he was right. absolutely insane for right. trying to sell wine through the internet. And someone was like, oh, well, who the hell is going to buy wine from the right. internet? Why wouldn't they just go buy it from the store? Gary Vee was like, everyone. Bro, bro. And here everyone. we are. Here Talk we about are. it. Talk right. about it, man. <laughs> right. So that, I want. So let's let's go. Let's go into a different perspective, and and this Absolutely. is going to finalize things. Uh, uh, we're rocking. For those that are missing this, for those mm -hmm. that just choose not to adapt, because the future that I see is going to be a lot of AI, a lot of AR, mixed reality, mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of people are are going to have this hardware. It's probably going to be sexier and cuter. I'm hoping. Yeah. You know, something a little lighter. Shout out to yeah. um, the MetaQuest Pro. Uh, but I see that in the future. And I, I also see uh, um, a, a lane where just people are just lost and, and they're not in Absolutely. this and they're trying to figure it out and they're trying to make a buck. What do you think the economy is going to look at look like in the future for those that choose not to learn this and yeah. to move forward with this or to, to even allow their children to learn this? What do you think the, yeah. the future is going to look like for them? That's good. Uh, I think, um, you know, the future for those are is is kind of proven by the past that if mm. those that don't produce consume and and that's 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 what that comes down to if you don't become a producer you're going to be the consumer so right. for those of us that are on the front end of this and we are understanding you know what direction it is we are getting the hang of it like you know just even everything that you've been able to do in this space has like put you so far ahead of a person that's just now putting the headset on for the first time. Like right. there's so many different nuances and just little things like knowing what a vertice is and you being able to snap points. Mm -hmm. That's so esoteric to me and you right now to the person that's not a part of this, but that is so much value right now 
to you going and working with a brand and creating a high value product that now just brought you a five figure check. It's something as small as that. You've been able to snap points. You know what I mean? Like that's how right. that's how important the actual knowledge of what we're doing right now really is. And um, what what was the end of that question? I want to make sure I, I nailed that real quick while I plug my head. What what's what does the economy look like for those that choose not to oh. adapt this? Because yeah. my analogy for that is like, do you remember Blockbuster? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But there's a generation, there's a generation absolutely. out there that have no idea what the hell yeah. Blockbuster is. And right. that's because they chose not to adapt, not to see this absolutely. new technology like Netflix, you yeah. know, as a way to like really pivot into the future. Absolutely. And absolutely. my whole thing is there's going to be a lot of people left behind, genuinely. Absolutely. A lot of people absolutely. left behind if they don't adapt this type of technology or teach themselves and their children that economy yeah. in the future. What is it going to look like? For those individuals, yeah, it's really going to be something that um, and, and you really just hit it on the head with some of those corporations that fail to adjust. I think the mm -hmm. the one that's the most notable for us in most recent time is like, just look at Toys R Us. Like nobody in their right mind could have bet against Toys R Us. Like Facts. nobody. How It almost seems immoral to like, OK, guys, like we got all these companies. Let's not let the toy store close. Like, let's, mm -hmm. <laughs> let's figure this one out, right? Mm -hmm. But the fact that that one closed out is like, all right, you got to adjust because Amazon, it's not against the kids. It's like, hey, we just found a new way to give the same value that you all were providing. And that right there is the core essence. If there's a way that this tech can provide something with a more convenient or a higher like experience level, that is going to be the winner. That's going to be the thing that makes people shift. And I think the people yeah. who adopted earlier, they're going to be the rule makers. They're going to be the ones that kind of make and shift how this thing plays out. I guarantee. And and, and I really want to advise people to get into the Horizon World Discord as well. Start, mm -hmm. you know, just reading conversation as much as they can, ping in whenever they can. But I feel like the if if we really got like, you know, very, I don't want to say diplomatic, but if we really started to kind of like, bring together our conversations and our, our ideas. And again, back on us, putting the, the pressure on us as the creators, if we really started to decide the things that we wanted, I guarantee that would be the top of the list uh, for, for Meta and all of these companies to really go ahead and start implementing. But mm -hmm. if you're not even a part of the conversation, big shout out to one of my guys. He dropped in the chat in the, in the discord the other day. He was like, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna I'm sit out on these next couple of headsets. Like I'm gonna just let them work out the kinks. Now I, I dropped in and I'm like, you know, with all due respect, because it's a big dog to me. Like, this is somebody that really do his thing. So I'm like, gotcha. yo, with all due respect, like, bro, they need you more than anybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they need right. you to buy this more than anybody. Like, they need the feedback. We, yeah, absolutely. we the one, bro, we the ones that know. And it's, it's best for somebody that may have had the quest, somebody that's already been in the space to then go ahead and get the quest pro and start and just move on. I don't want to, this ain't the meta show. Like, but this is who I'm really bullish on. But like, it's, it's like getting in there and getting that that feedback from people that's in the space. Yeah. That's that's that is gonna give you the bugs. Because if yeah. somebody that's never been in the space gets in and they take one day in it, and then okay, they forehead start hurting and now they call the whole thing quits, it's like Oh my gosh! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. Now we about to get a whole article about oh the new headset that's supposed to be 20 percent lighter is actually right. giving people red lines on their head. Like now we about that, that's the headline. 
And that would yeah. be like such a disrespectful thing to what all of this could do for so many different types of people yeah. with so many different lifestyles. Like, I think the other part of this conversation is, bro, it, it's like we're typically having this conversation. And I'm going to put myself right in this bunch. It's like we're typically having a conversation with people that are living a certain lifestyle that is like pretty comfortable where mm. we have options. You know what I'm saying? So many yeah. options where we don't really value what this is. But for somebody that don't really have the amount of options, like I live in Atlanta. So it's like, but I could take my headset off, slide to the city, and I low-key could probably get some plays done. So mm. I can I can, I can, can probably be like, oh, bro, the headset ain't worth it. But there's also somebody else that's probably in the area or probably in a situation where they can't go just make that easy play up the road and go right. and move and shake. Right. This is now limitless capability yes. for that person. Yes. You feel me? Like, and that right there is something that that value add right there, you can't put that on paper and you can't put that in no blog. It's just something that is going to be something that's a part of the world. And for those that choose to adapt are definitely going to win. And those who fail to do so, I think they're going to watch a lot of people win big. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to struggle. They're going to struggle yeah, big time. And that's sure, going to be really unfortunate. Sure. Listen, a lot of powerful gems was placed in this right now. We're in the metaverse with this. I'm having a conversation with a phenomenal entrepreneur who's really, really bullish on creator economy and Web3. And listen, if you're not an early adapter, I really feel bad for you. Jump yeah. in on this. Jump <laughs> in on the conversation. Learn. Teach yourself. Self, being self-taught is really, really powerful. This guy's learning something new. Spark AI. Or, or AR, AR, Spark AR. Yeah. And it's a phenomenal thing. Why? Because it's going to be more adaptive within this space and all other metaverse platforms. So keep it going. Do, yo, let these people know exactly where to find you, your socials, and what you have coming up next. Most of man. So you guys can find me on all social media platforms in some iteration of Vix Vibe. Some let you do periods, some not. So Instagram is probably the top platform. Um, and YouTube. So Vix.Vibes on Instagram. That's V-I-C-S dot V-I-B-E-S on Instagram. And then on YouTube, I'm Vix Vibes Unplugged. Uh, I'm going to be spotlighting individuals like this young lady right here. Man, I'm so proud of this whole entire <laughs> play. I'm going to be honest. Appreciate but I'm, I'm going to be spotlighting creators um, in all different industries, uh, all individuals that are really using tech to go ahead and elevate their brand, go ahead and drive revenue, drive awareness to what they have doing. I'm looking to spotlight those individuals through a brand and digitally hustling because I feel like literally my entire life, I've used some form of technology uh, to kind of drive my hustle, drive my revenue, drive my lifestyle. And for those individuals that are now doing that with so many now, you know, new pieces of tech and so many different options, I want to make sure that I you know, give as much value as I can, but because I'm not the know-all be-all, I at least want to create a platform much like has she, she has here and, and create a platform for individuals to be able to, you know, talk about their expertise and give that for the next generation. So you can also find me at Digitally Hustling. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-L-Y. And then the word hustling, H-U-S-T-L-I-N with no G. We're going to keep the G because I'm keeping the G. <laughs> <laughs> you keep it in G? Yo, Vix Vibes, I appreciate I you so much, man. Down, you gave so much down. great value. Absolutely, Until absolutely, next time, man. make most sure y'all love each other. Yeah. See you in the metaverse. Bye. Yeah. 